0: welcome to the podcast today which Alex is not on again yesterday she texted said I have an observation what's that I haven't been on the podcast in a while I said I I know you uh you have a lot more responsibilities now you don't work around the corner anymore Uh, I have a few more responsibilities so we're not doing five days a week anymore but um We'll make it happen. A friend, uh, a very fun, snarky, intelligent friend that I met through the Ability Center will be on shortly. Her name is Valerie Fatika. Valerie's been on one of the podcast episodes before to talk about the Snow Angels. I want to dive into that for a moment, but also her event coming up in a few Saturdays called Disabled and Proud, which I'm excited to be a part of because one of the most fun things I've done with the Ability Center so far... This is not a joke. This is not sarcasm. This is not tongue-in-cheek. I had a blast playing wheelchair basketball. And even though I was um, a foot short on every shot I took, that would be my suggestion for if you ever play wheelchair basketball. If you think you're going to shoot it too hard or put too much on the shot, it's not enough because you're like a foot or two lower than where you are. All my shots were short. I enjoyed it because I didn't have to run. I hate running. So sitting and playing was a good time. Valerie, we'll talk more about that. Congratulations to another very good friend of mine who I've known now for years. Um, I met through NAMI many, many years ago. His name is Bill Berry. Um, not a religious leader of any kind, but I think he's the president of Cardinal Stretch, and they will, uh, they will welcome back football this year. Um, I know Bill has had a heavy lift over there, and I think he's had some real progress. Um, as whenever there is new leadership... Not everybody's happy. Sometimes people lose their jobs, but sometimes those people have to lose their jobs so many more can keep theirs. Um, Bill has a very keen mind for running a successful business, and I'm excited to see him making, uh, making leaps and getting things back to where they could be with Stretch. Um, story on 13 today, Council people more aware than ever that people are still speeding um, Alexis and Lasky. Alexis being the dragway, the raceway. And... In the article, it was referenced, and I think one, I think it was uh, Councilman Sorance who had brought up, you know, we have these red light cameras, but they've been off. I think they've been off for, for years now. And you, like me, have probably noticed when they went off, more people were running lights and speeding. Definitely running lights. And then during COVID, when there were fewer people on the road, everybody let their lead foots just go. And I don't know if we have gotten back to safer driving. Um, I have always been, even back to the old morning show, I was like... If you don't want the ticket, don't speed. Now, I know that there are glitches. I realize that there are people who raise all of their eyebrows to the back of their heads that they think the city was just using it to collect revenue. Um, Maybe that's the case. I don't know. And a lot of people wanted to see evidence to make sure that wasn't the case. The city didn't show its hands. So I get the cynicism and doubt but um other than turning the red light cameras back on and why that's unlikely to happen we can put patrols out there but i don't know i'm guessing along with TFD which is bumping up its next class cuz there is a shortage of um of fire fire people fire and rescue people and uh, i guess there's so much over there's only so much overtime that people can work same with police if and it's a worthy cause cuz People have died on Alexis. There's been this really bad accidents. So putting police there should slow people down. But I'm all about putting those cameras back on. Now, if those cameras were back on because it was ruled un, un- it was ruled unconstitutional, if they go back on, the city will lose funding from the state. Uh, if it's just you take a half dozen away and then you give a six, I'll do that. Now, again, the skepticism will be they're just using it to collect revenue. But think of all the intersections that would be safer. Next time you see one, two, three people run the red light where you know there's a camera there um, and how dangerous that is, think about is is being safer in those spots worth having some doubt about the city. Um. Think how much money the city could raise by how unsafe people are driving and how we could use that money and maybe we keep some tax money in our pocket. I I, I don't know. And that, that sounds like I'm just a, a shill um for for the city government. But um again, in most cases, if you don't want the ticket, don't speed, don't run the lights. Um I see it repeatedly. Uh, Airport and Holland, Sylvania, where St. John's is and the gas station. And then also Reynolds and airport. Um, If people are going west on airport, towards Spring Meadows, west on airport, turning left onto McCord. No, that's uh, Reynolds, Reynolds, Reynolds. And People turning from airport left onto Reynolds. Several cars run that light, and I think I've told you before, I won't go head-on and hit them and play chicken with them, but I'll make them think that I am, and would I be wrong? Because my light was not not, not green, like green as a metro park. That's all I saw. So, put those things back on. Um, there was something in the Blade today saying that City Council is going to offer $150,000 to bring a grocer, and... When I read that, I thought, "This is it. We're finally going to get it." What's it? Trader Joe's is is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars enough to lure Trader Joe's here? There's very little, I would say. Never on. Uh, I I don't commit to always or never. Very 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 little is is either one of those. But if there's one thing I just like, I'd have to bet on Noah from yesterday's podcast to be a scientific genius and get us out of the uh, out of the solar system. I would bet that Trader Joe's is never coming here. I think they're a well-run company from everything that I can gather. Well-run companies do their market research and make the realization, make the decision that we can't make money there. And even though plenty of people might want it. If they, the company doesn't think they could open and mu- make money, why would they be here? Sure, we, we know a lot of people want it, but they can find ways to do market research and calculate that and go, if we go here, sure, lots of people will be happy, but we will not make the money we need to survive. And if you get in a business, in most cases, it's to make money. It's definitely not to lose money. Uh, but it would be nice to have that grocer. And they're looking for like a smaller mom and, top, mom and pop type place. Maybe we can expand Monette's, especially since, what, the Reynolds one isn't open anymore. And I don't think that one that was pitched for Mommy is going to open. Um, uh, um, Monette's would be perfect as they're looking for like a Nebraska, the Nebraska area, and they want to connect, connect Nebraska and Collingwood and Junction. Um, last week, did I do the story about the couple – that started growing their own food in one of these food deserts and now they go to a local farmer's market and I still want this, give me an empty school bus or whatever, uh, an, an empty U-Haul truck and make it a mobile farmer's market and go to these food deserts. So instead of buying the junk food at the dollar places, people can get fruits and vegetables which are so inexpensive, so cheap. Uh, where were, I was at Cro- no, I was at Walmart today grabbing some grabbing chicken. My chicken there is cheaper than smaller places. Um, but I just shook my head when I walked past the blueberries. Like a pint of blueberries was $1.97. I bought two pints of blueberries yesterday. Two pints for the same price. Fruits and vegetables are so relatively inexpensive and obviously a lot more healthy than processed foods. Trader Joe's is not coming. Um, Taylor Swift ticket scam i saw everybody's pictures that i possibly could for the first time in their lives people had what likely could be described as a religious experience they certainly had the experience of a lifetime seeing taylor swift and i'm going to use the word that i saw in this article alleged taylor swift ticket scam um the alleged victim in bg told officers he contacted a jim fakeman who said he'd be selling three Taylor Swift tickets through Facebook on June 11th. The alleged victim told officers he purchased the tickets for $150. If that's written correctly, so $150 for three Taylor Swift tickets from someone named Jim Fakeman on Facebook, um, I feel a little bad, but I just consider consider that a... You took a $150 bet. You made a $150 risk that this was legit. Instead, you wound up paying a $150 tax for not listening to. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Last thing, there have been some blackouts on on Reddit. Some very popular subreddits have gone dark. Something about um, third-party apps and moderation and blah, blah, blah. I go to a couple of places on Reddit. I go to the meme page eh, once or twice a week. I go to the Toledo page just about every day. Uh, There's a couple others I go to. If you start going to something, it starts feeding you those. But those are the two I'd say I go to the most. I see Transformers posts and um, a video game that I play, posts from that, but I don't often click on them because it's just so much arguing. And I had no idea until I read this piece today that people feel like they're going to lose valid, helpful answers if Reddit goes away. I guess the majority of people and what helped skyrocket the popularity of Reddit was people getting help. I've never gone to Reddit for help and that's part of the, the reason I shake my head about it. I'm like, why didn't you just look this very simple answer up? Uh, there are, there once a week, if not more, somebody asks for social things to do in the toledo area whether they're coming from out of town they're new they want to look for a new place and there are a couple of pinned posts but it never fails hey i'm looking for something outdoors i'm looking for something you know i'm single and want to meet people and i like games i'm looking for this style of food helpful um i've had more success with google and other search engines, I've never when I when I need some help at home, how to fix something, or what is that on the ceiling? What's wrong with the dog? Um, I would rather leave it to, I guess, carefully curated searches that I can click one, two, three, four links, and then kind of piece all that information together and get what I think is a, a helpful answer, rather than asking people. Um, Because what I don't get when I do those Google searches is the other end of things. A lot of times it's just a post, whether it's from an author with a recipe or somebody's hacks page, Um, but you can throw yourself and get into a whirlwind, a torrent of conversation on Reddit. And within a lot of these conversations, uh, you have a lot of assholes. So by doing Google searches, I stay, I might not get the help I need, but I stay asshole free. And I do my very best to keep assholes out of my life. She's a nice asshole. I actually thought she hated me when we first met. She was very chilly to me. But uh, we're buds now, Valerie Patika from the city of Toledo and her very important position and a very fun event coming up on July 8th. Let me welcome, I'm gonna say the last name absolutely correctly, and I should have known that people messed your last name up. Valerie Fatika is here for the first time, even though second time for a visit with this. So thanks for coming.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Um, Can I, I wanna talk about um, the event coming up on July 8th, Levis Square, Disabled and Proud, but I do wanna hit you with a couple of other things. We'll talk about why we chatted before And a few other things going on. First, uh, this is the first Disabled and Proud uh, event, correct?
1: It is. This is something that we were able to get some of the youth programming grants. Um, Part of our uh, festival includes a youth component. So um, we wanted to take advantage of this and build some momentum with... uh, some of the funding available and then hopefully hopefully have some partners that can jump on board so we can make this an annual event
0: yeah um what this is your department in the city what is your position
1: so i'm disability manager uh with the city of toledo i serve as ada coordinator but above and beyond that basically the disability la- the, the liaison between people with disabilities and the city of toledo um so i get to do a whole bunch of projects and initiatives above and beyond making sure we are compliant with the ada um, so it's a really neat position
0: what what is your disability
1: i have sacral agenesis
0: what is that
1: so that basically means that the bottom part of my spine just didn't form so that kind of affected everything below that
0: um you've been in this position for about two years now right it's a new one posi- year one year yeah. it's <laughs> That it's you it's 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 me and you it feels like a longer time between us yeah
1: that might be a bad thing <laughs> Is it, it's
0: it's the resting valerie face right
1: yeah exactly
0: um yeah we connected initially first through the ability center and your position is a new role within city government correct
1: that's right um this is something every city has an ada coordinator that basically again uh make sure that cities are compliant with the americans with disabilities act so they're Programs and services are compliant. They're making accommodations when they need to. But the city jumped on board with the initiative in the community to make uh, the city of Toledo uh, or the community the most disability-friendly community in the nation. And part of that was a dedicated person for people with disabilities, not just slapping the title of ADA coordinator on somebody in HR or something like that. So there's a few cities in the nation. Um, I believe we're the only one in Ohio that has this type of position dedicated to that.
0: Yeah, it's been three, four, five, six years where we've boasted that we want to be the most disability-friendly city or place in, in the country, but now you've got that role to drive it forward, right?
1: Yeah, that we have a lot of great partners in the city that are moving forward these initiatives in um, anywhere from, you know, our, our parks, the museum, the zoo, et cetera. So it's it's kind of picking up momentum. And uh, I have a small role, again, as, as being within the city of Toledo. But I want to be a resource to uh, people within the community and be able to drive this initiative forward.
0: I guess it's helpful having the places that we have, uh, like our gems, that when people boast about Toledo, the zoo, the metro parks... Um, the imagination station, some of the, some of the places that people come here for, the places that we frequent all the time. That uh, I said, the metro parks, yeah, our our gems here, um, often lead the way when it comes to accessibility, don't they?
1: They do, and and I think they've inspired other um, other businesses and other community partners to jump on board with this. Um, we you know we have this gem of the metro parks, and even before this initiative for making us the most disability friendly community, they really pushed for. Uh, adaptable activities, inclusive activities, and reached out to various people with disabilities to make sure that they were doing things right and you know treating everyone with respect and making sure everybody can get involved.
0: Yeah, when you're uh, when your big places can lead the way like that, it makes it makes other people want to get on board and probably makes your job a lot easier.
1: Sure, and you know sometimes we see in my private practice, I saw with small businesses, you know if if your place was accessible, we would hear business owners say, "Well, nobody in a wheelchair comes here." Well, that's because your place can't get in the door. So now for um, other people to see people with disabilities out and about and and doing life, then it's like now you think about things and think about, well, how can I make my business building – uh, organization inclusive to all
0: three tent poles that I've learned from uh, interviewing people who I do at the Ability Center you being one of those people was one um, people with disabilities do the same things as everybody else just do it a little bit differently uh, two uh, if you are a business of some kind that you just described you're potentially losing customers like you said they don't come in here well, the You have money, don't you? You have a lot of money. You have a big, fat city salary you want to buy things on. And then the last thing I learned uh, from someone, maybe it was Board of Developmental Disabilities. I I cross my streams a lot. But it's actually a lot less expensive than someone might believe, a business owner might believe, to make a place accessible.
1: Absolutely. Um, There are tax credits available for making accessibility improvements and deductions. And, you know, when you're talking about accommodating employees with disabilities... Almost all the accommodations are free, and otherwise, it, it usually costs less than five hundred dollars. And then you have a good employee who's reliable and, uh, and and able to work there for however long you want them there.
0: Yeah, when we maybe when we chatted a year or so ago, uh, all the now hiring signs were were up, and and we the employee crisis shortage is a little better now. But it's like, hello, there are people with disabilities that you might just not you might overlook not oh. intentionally, but. These people can work for you. Right. Like they're bang, They want to bang your door down for a job. Just invite them.
1: Sure. Yeah. And it's it's something that, you know, sometimes employers might look and think, man, I, I, you know, I I like this person, but I'm not sure what we're going to have to do to make this job work. Tear down those walls and just ask, you know, what are you going to need to do this? And there's. Uh, organizations like I know you talked to uh, or somebody talked to Opportunities for Ohioans with Disabilities it has yeah. a lot of resources to uh, assist in both job coaching and workplace site assessment things like that to make sure that you can accommodate these employees with disabilities.
0: Can you be within your role within the city are you able to be a resource for those people those businesses as well or will you just point them in the direction of the other places? So
1: it kind of depends what it is. Um, I can't practice law like I used to, but I can, well, I can practice law, but um, I mean, I want to both connect to resources, but if you have a, a question about, you know, something disability related and you're within the city of Toledo. Feel free to give me a call or contact me. Like I said, I want to be a resource. I'm here as a public servant to serve our residents with disabilities and all of our residents. So, yeah, feel free to contact me. And if I can't answer it, I'm not going to lie or make up something. I'll point you in the direction of who you need to talk to.
0: You hinted at it twice so far in our conversation. You were also uh, a lawyer. Are you a retired lawyer?
1: Nope. I am still uh, still have my license. I kept my license. It's, it's a good thing to have. Um, yeah, so... I switched over from running my own private practice for about 15 years to working in government.
0: Was I I refresh my memory. First time for everyone listening here, perhaps. Was it family law that you focused focused
1: in? I did um, probably about 70% family law, so divorce, custody, child support. I worked um, with survivors of domestic violence to get civil protection orders. And then about 30% was... Uh, title three eighty eight litigation, which is like public accommodations.
0: Um, could someone reach out to you, or would this be tapping into your, uh, your 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 legal expertise, not your city job, if they had questions about when the law intersects with uh, with ADA throughout the city?
1: So I can give general advice. I can't obviously advi- give you legal advice. I'm not your attorney. I don't want to enter in an attorney client relationship. But you have general questions about. You know the ADA and and how it applies. Then I'm happy to answer those questions. Got it.
0: Um, this is all a lot of technical stuff. Somebody might find it, it it's it's quite boring, like ramps and sidewalks and accessibility. Although adaptive things are very fun, and I think that'll be a part of. Is this the first party you get to throw? Because it's a party.
1: It, it is a party, and it, you know it's not just me. Human Relations Commission and uh, our Parks Department have been instrumental in uh, bringing this to fruition and. It is my first party. I don't do event planning, so Human Relations Commission is really helping me with those kinds of details. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be a great event. I and you know I'm a, I'm a planner, and I'm nervous about is anyone going to show up and things like that. But I think if you do show up, it's it's going to be a really good time.
0: July eighth, Saturday, a couple Saturdays away, uh, Levis Square, which some people probably think is not what it is, or they're thinking Levis Commons. Levis Square is what we call. How do you describe it? I mean, I know where it is.
1: It's in downtown Toledo. It's on St. Clair and Madison, um, that area. And uh, it's where the food trucks are every Thursday in summer. So
0: If you know where the food trucks are at, because that's lunch at Levis every week, where right. there's food and music, and they made that little pool area kind of nice, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're going to have um, a bunch of things there. We're going to have, uh, of course, our wheelchair basketball tournament. Metro Parks is going to bring some adaptive cleat tree climbing. The agility dogs from the Ability Center are going to be there. And then our community partners, uh, Site Center, Deaf Services Center, UT Disability Studies, Board of DD. They're going to be there with resources and activities and we're going to have music and food trucks of course we all love food trucks um so it's going to be a nice day
0: do you know the food trucks that'll be there this is very important
1: um we have uh we have I don't remember the exact names, but we're going to have at least hot dogs and tacos. Okay. And we're trying to get a third one.
0: Is it Smash Dogs? They're a very popular one. Uh,
1: I don't think. I think it's Deuce's Dogs.
0: Deuce's basically. Dogs. They're also a good one. Okay. Yeah. People who you know, people who are very territorial and, and provincial guess, over their food I'm trucks. I'm like
1: nervous about mentioning that.
0: Right. No, no, no. It's fine. Uh, and do you, do you know offhand what the music will be for that day as well?
1: So we have a DJ coming. Oh, so that's Paul. 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 Yeah. Oh, oh, that's what I had to set up? Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh,
0: God. Now the pressure's on. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So, like DJ stuff, not live music per se, right? No,
1: no, no bands or anything, but we have a DJ um, just to, you know, keep the, the party vibe going, the festival vibe going. Um, so, we're excited to have that available as well.
0: Uh, I, I guess. The highlight of all this is the wheelchair basketball tournament. And I think there's a couple different parts of it. Let's talk all about this cuz everyone is invited, right?
1: Right. And there's been some questions like what if you don't you're not in a wheelchair and what if you we don't We'll put have you a in one. Yeah, we'll put you in one the safe way. Uh we got <laughs> Adaptive Sports Ohio is going to be providing tons of sports chairs of various sizes so that you just have to sign up and show up. Um, In the morning will be the adults. Um, We're going to have uh, Mayor Wade do a tip-off, kick us off, Um, so the adults um, can play in the morning. Now, whether that's your church group or your company outing or uh, your service group, we would love to have teams. Or if you don't have a team, we added individual registration so you could just sign up and we'll put you on a team. <clears throat> and then in the afternoon we have the youth youth league so again it could be your school maybe your volleyball team wants to get together a team or your your own basketball team or your boy scout troop whatever it is or again sign up individually we'll put you on a team um it's hard to reach kids now that school's out so i hope we get the word out um i think you know once they get in those chairs and, and, and learn how to move them they're gonna have a lot of fun
0: i had a great time in fact it was other than talking to certain people not you, of course. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part of ability center stuff so far. I had no idea how much fun wheelchair basketball ball was.
1: Yeah. So if if you enjoy like sports of any kind, you know, once you add the element of being in the wheelchair, and people are surprised about how difficult it is to yeah. not only maneuver the chair but you're not getting a jump shot in a wheelchair you know you were at to really throw that ball up there so um it's 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 the same game same rules uh but it just adds a little twist on it so i think people are going to have a lot of fun
0: my what i learned had we kept going because i think our our game was like one nothing if that at all and when we did this at the ability center i zoomed over to you because i wanted you on my team <laughs> Because you know what you're doing. I learned if you think you're going to shoot it too hard, you're not. So put a little something else in it. Because you're two feet or more down from where you usually are. All my shots hit the middle of the net.
1: Right. So And you're not getting that push off from your legs. The other thing is, you know, we're having able-bodied and disabled play. But, you know, every time we introduce able-bodied people to a, a wheelchair sport... You know, you might have all all your muscle strength and everything as an able-bodied person, and think you're just going to crush these uh, disabled people. No, your chair scores, are, chair skills are going to be terrible. Yeah. So those people who are used to playing in wheelchairs are really going to run circles around you. So
0: there will be people who are in wheelchairs playing basketball. It'll be all mixed together, right? Yep.
1: Everybody. So yep. if you regularly use a wheelchair, or if you've never touched one in your life,
0: will there will there be any like um, like you play adaptive sports? hockey correct right will there be any basketball athletes like that there because i either want on their team or not in their game
1: right so the winners of both the adult league and the junior league will be able to um the champions will then play the adaptive sports of ohio all-star team so these are people who have played wheelchair basketball quite a bit so you'll get to see kind of the difference in skill level and what you could really do in a chair
0: they're gonna get hammered
1: Yes, that's the idea.
0: <laughs> Maybe what we could do to make it a little more competitive is take the best player off all the teams that play, and then they, the All Stars can play the All Stars.
1: They're still going to get creamed. Yeah, I yeah.
0: Guarantee they, I mean, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. It'll
1: be ugly, but everybody's going to have
0: fun. Yeah. It's going to be good. Time. I'm very excited for it. um What will your role be during the day?
1: So, running around trying to make sure everything's going well. um I don't know if I'm going to get roped into playing or not um it's you know it's hard to resist when you got that kind of fun stuff going on um hopefully things go smoothly but i'll be there all day um we also need volunteers for the event so on our uh city of toledo website there's also a volunteer sign up so whether you're running score clocks or checking people in we if you don't want to play basketball we'd love you to come volunteer as well
0: awesome um and as you know i'll be at your disposal all day long
1: thank you appreciate um
0: that. Let's swing to things on the website. Let's let's go to my least favorite season because you've got some things going on for that. Let's talk about you playing adaptive hockey because you're oh. you're a badass. Um, it's I your
1: least favorite season.
0: I hate winter. Oh, okay. I hate winter. Yeah. But I had a heck of a good time watching you play hockey, and it was unlike anything I would ever seen before. And I was like, oh damn, they're doing the whole rink like all ninety four feet right. or whatever it was. Right.
1: So. So sled hockey or para ice hockey is what they call it in the Paralympics. If you've never seen it, um, Google the U.S. versus Canada gold medal game, the last uh, Olympics, Paralympics. It is incredible. Even for adaptive sports, it's completely different. You're not in a wheelchair. You're in like a, a bucket with two skate blades on the bottom, and you shorten sticks with spikes on them to drive into the ice and (laughs) it's it's very freeing uh as a person with disability it's a level playing field because you're not using your legs and it is all the same rules as regular hockey it's and it's just as as contact hard hitting um it's a lot of fun and it's a great workout
0: when does your season start back up for that again so
1: we'll start in the fall about it goes october till april it's hockey season's very long and if you're the walleye you're going to be playing into june
0: right um the other part of the season i hate snow angels oh, the yeah. pilot program right um that started back up this year that's why you uh, you visited in this fashion the last time how did snow angels go the first actually what is snow snow angels how did it go during the pilot program
1: sure so snow angels was a program we uh the city pushed out to connect um people with disabilities and uh elderly people with volunteers who would shovel your snow if you're not able to pay somebody to do it. And our goal was, we we rushed it out, it was like something we just want to get off the ground, so we called it a pilot program, um, capped the number of applicants, uh, my goal was to at least match uh, 50 people, and we exceeded that. I think it was like 82. Good, um, but it was rudimentary. It was me Google mapping every address to try to match people. Um, luckily, now we just our GIS team created a a map overlay so that we can easily match volunteers and participants so it's going to be bigger and better next year and hopefully people know about it this year so they'll be we'll be getting more and more volunteers and obviously more participants that need help
0: but hopefully not more snow
1: no, we that was the good part. I wanted one test so we could see how it goes, but after that one snow, I'm, I'm glad we didn't have any other issues. Basically.
0: The week before Christmas? Yeah. That, that was. I
1: think we may have had two events that qualified for snow angels, but yeah, it wasn't a bad winter at all. Thank God.
0: Any other plans like that, regardless of the time of year, anything else in the hopper that you're brainstorming up that you'd like to execute or you're kicking the mayor to go let's do this
1: Uh, there's always things in the works and i always hesitate to to say it because it's government we run slow so it might be two years from now that it actually gets gets uh executed but we have some things going on like i said my position allows me to have time to do uh new programs and initiatives so yes there's more coming uh off the top of my head i can't think of anything that's super close right now um but it's going to be it's going to be interesting
0: if you had a pie-in-the-sky, panacea wish that you could pull off, what would it be?
1: Again, it's it's something that, you know, it's we're behind on our, and everybody's behind on paving and sidewalks, and we've all heard about the roads. But if we could just make all of our routes around the city, uh, our, our sidewalks, curb ramps, um, crossings accessible and, you know, in shape, that would be amazing because then you could freely travel around the city safely. Um, it just, you know, it breaks my heart when you're in your favorite season, winter, and you see someone in a mobility scooter uh, riding in the street because the sidewalks aren't clear. Right. It's super dangerous, um, and I would really like to get that fixed.
0: Yeah, it's just like the little things that m- many of us, if not all of us, overlook.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that you don't think about. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's an issue.
0: Um, we think about uh, like a cracked sidewalk or, or pavement and it's just a nuisance or it's an eyesore. But if there is someone in mobility chair or whatever it might be well, there, they have an issue. Like you said, it might not even be snow. They might might they might not be able to climb that little curb or whatever, and then they got to go out in the street and then find a way to get back up. So it's those real little things. Yeah,
1: and then, you know, we had an issue with the resident who uh, the, the homeowner wasn't trimming back their bushes. So uh, the resident was vis- or visually impaired, and every time he was walking down the sidewalk, he'd get hit in the face with a bush. <laughs> So, again, these are things that just you need to be aware of.
0: Uh, Valerie Patika, thanks so much for visiting. Disabled and Proud is going to happen on July 8th. I'm guessing all the information, uh, it'll pop around on on no social pages, but the city's website, correct?
1: It's on uh, Toledo. City of Toledo has been pushing on social media. Um, If you Google City of Toledo Disabled and Proud, you'll get to our website, which has all the information. um, And hopefully you'll be seeing some more promotion in the coming couple weeks.
0: Awesome. You're done.
1: Thank you.